and welcome to Dunking Biscuits, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Emma and obviously here is Grace. Hello everyone, <laughs> how are we? So, so good, so good. <laughs> um, obviously, good. Um, can you please tell us some good news? I can. So this one um, is based in Bendigo, so country Victoria, about an hour and a bit from where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And the headline is Bendigo gets its buzz back with tourism operators confident post-lockdown. So Bendigo has benefited from a bumper weekend of tourism with several major events and attractions, drawing people from across the nation to central Victoria. So some little mini points. So at the moment at the Bendigo Art Gallery um, is this Elvis exhibition direct from Graceland and that opened this weekend. Cool. And it actually looks really cool. Like I saw an ad for it the other day and I'm like oh yeah I might might go home and see what's up with that um the next one all 800 motel beds across Bendigo were booked out what yeah how good wow so the city of greater Bendigo um their events manager said tens of thousands of people visited the region over the weekend and because of that um yeah so all the motel beds were occupied and accommodation providers were doing their best to find visitors a place to stay in neighbouring towns such as Castlemaine, Heathcote and Bridgewater. So that's it. That's super crazy. Exciting. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so they say it was their biggest weekend in over two years and the town was overflowing with capacity. Um, so, yeah, that's... Great news. I felt like that was some great news. So they've got over 80 events booked over the next year. Mm-hmm. So plenty to do in Bendigo. This week they had um, the Dahlia Festival, the Melbourne Symph- Symphony Orchestra was there, the Lost Trades Fair, and then the Elvis Exhibition. And then Bendigo on the Hop also brought thousands of beer lovers to sit us, uh, to the city on Saturday as well. So there was just a lot happening in Bendigo this week, but the thing that got me was all the motel beds were taken. I, I would say that's very unusual just even before yeah. COVID like I just think I mean obviously I when there's certain like, events on but yeah yeah because Bendigo have a pretty big music festival once a year they have Groove in the Moo there mm-hmm. um and I would say that's probably their biggest event of the year and yeah. so to have like this amount of tourism within a weekend when that festival's not on it's not until May that must be exciting for them yeah so, yeah love that that's Some really great heartwarming country yeah living. yeah love- so good. So, so good. So enough about Bendigo, though. Mm-hmm. What's your weekly win? Um, my weekly win is a classic, a classic weekly win, where yeah. um, I saw family. I think that's Woo! the best win you could have, especially if yeah. you live away from your family. My parents um, are going travelling um, through Melbourne and um, they arrived late Saturday on Sunday we had my parents my sister and her kids here obviously we're missing my brother but it was so nice to have people at the house and um, our kids are like at a good age where they're starting to play with each other like interacting yeah. and stuff so it's much more um, not enjoyable I don't know if it's the right word but you can sort of see like their relationships forming and their yeah um their bond forming as cousins. So that was really, really nice. And I know it's, it's very simple, but it's just, yeah, it just fills me with joy. So yeah. that's that's my that's yeah. my win. 
What about yourself? Super nice. Oh, oh, I was just gonna say because like yours and your sister's kids, like they're very very similar in age, especially the two girls. Mm. So it must be just super nice. Like I know the potential of seeing them growing up. Yeah, gonna be best friends forever. Um, at so the on. moment, uh, there. So she has a son called Theo, um, who's just five. Um, Mackenzie's obsessed with He's him. He's five? Yeah, he just turned five. No. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. So, um, yeah, so she, um, like, just calls out to him, is obsessed with him. But just in the last couple of meetups, um, the two girls have just started to realise they could probably hang out together as well. But, yeah, yeah we'll, 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 I'll, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> oh, cute. But what is your win? Uh, my win, footy's back. I played Woo! my first practice match on Saturday. I was quite sore on Sunday. Got a big bruise on my leg. But it was good to get the footy boots on. I was, like, so nervous all the Friday night and Saturday morning just for my ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, for those who remember, I was on crutches in December, not living my best life. But, mm. yeah, so that was good. We lost. So we play in the bottom division, mm-hmm. and we played a team in the very, very top division. So okay. the way our divisions work, there's Premier A, B, C, Div 1, 2, 3, and 4. So mm-hmm. we're in Div 4 and we played a team in Premier A. And right. once I found out they were in Premier A, I was like, oh, no. But they were super lovely. Like, they didn't, like, kind of rub it in. They were really mm-hmm. gracious. And so even though we lost, it was, like, just a fun game to play. It was good to have a run around. Except I got sunburnt. I play footy because it's the winter sport and I got burnt, but that's all right. It's already gone down. Um, is there a reason why you're to play that team? Like, are you getting graded? Is that? No, I think just our, like, practice matches, you just organize kind of like. Oh, there's a practice match. Sorry. I thought, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was already in season. Sorry. No, no, just sense. a cracky. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I think our coach knows their coach. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like easy to kind of pick yeah. up that way. But yeah. But no, it was fun. It was good. So we got another one this weekend, and then we start our first round okay. in two weeks' time. So, Exciting. Yeah. Well, we'll yes. have to see where you're playing. Hopefully, we are not too far, and we'll come come watch. Yeah, we've got a few um, games out in Beaumaris. So oh, nice. If we've got any listeners out there, yeah, <laughs> come come watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you there. <laughs> With signs, obviously, like you can't obviously. just turn up by yourself. Um, but yeah, that's. No, I think that's very very exciting and. Yeah. I asked Grace how she went, and I don't know if I responded because I'm a bit lax of my response recently. <laughs> um, but I did ask how her game went, and she automatically um, referred to her ankle being okay. Yeah. So it's obviously <laughs> did a break very ankle, so it was a it's, win. It's a definite win for Grace, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Alrighty, so continue on with our secret saga. Uh, last week we were having a chat about. Um, what kind of secrets you might tell so what information you might share with someone and then this week we are going to completely flip that on our head and discuss what secrets you don't tell so yeah what do you keep to yourself why and why you keep them to yourself yeah and why way of wording it. yeah yes so why why would someone keep a secret em um i have a few dot points i obviously yeah. research this via our friendly google and um okay. there's a few things that i've found that i was like mm. Much like when I research a lot of things, some things I'm like, oh, that's obvious, but I didn't realize it. Or it's like I'm not really in the same agreement. So I'm going to go through the ones that yeah. um, is on the site, but I'm going to um, let you know what my personal thoughts are. Your thoughts are? All right. So I think this one is very common, but no one talks about it. 
it's um so while we keep um, while we keep secrets it, and when we keep secrets um ex this one is when experience an overwhelming inner storm so if you're oh, yeah, having sure. what i like to call a moment or a day <laughs> or yeah. um something is just getting well out of hand um it's very common for someone to keep that to themselves until after they've dealt with it yeah. and i can understand why and it's not a rational thing it's more about like if the, the problem will only get bigger the more people involved and maybe um if you're asking for help it might spiral out of more control so it's more about containing the secret or containing your yeah. um being of overwhelm um or like you're having your inner storm is to try to contain it it's not if you share it with someone then you feel like it's it's escaping i guess is the best way of yeah it's kind how of I like can sort of the way i think about it because i definitely do this i'm a big just pro like i feel like it gives me time to process things like mm -hmm. and then i can decide like okay what parts do i need to share who can i share them with like who can actually help me with what's going on and so I think, like, definitely keeping that in for however long I need to helps mm -hmm. me, like, think about it and process it, probably to the point where I'm overthinking it and over-processing it, but yeah. it definitely helps me deal with it. And, yeah, like, the thing you said, like, letting the storm out, mm -hmm. like, the way I see it, it's, like, letting, like, a little tornado out mm -hmm. and, like, it's just going to go around and, like, pick up everything in its wake. So, yep. And get pick up yeah. speed, pick up yeah. damage. Pick up random yeah. cows. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was thinking, like, um, barns, etc., <laughs> just yeah. crazy stuff. And I think um, when this is happening, people keep that to themselves. I think being yeah. overwhelmed is one of those things where people do keep that to themselves. And I, it's not um, a crazy concept. I'm totally understanding of that. And I don't like. I know. I I think it's okay. I think it's okay to keep it to yeah. yourself because, especially when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's not something that is easy to just feel better about you have to actually resolve something i guess is the best yeah term work through something yeah yeah for sure <laughs> um so the next one is um there's a problem that could be threatened by something important so um if you so for example i think um i could use naomi osaka so for example yeah. um for those who are not in the tennis world um, knowledge basically there's this ath female athlete and she has come out and spoken about her mental health and yeah. not being able to participate in the sport um and this was after she won uh, australian open i think then the, the next couple of months afterwards yeah the u.s and then the australian yeah open, and then yeah she came out and said she needs i think it was wimbledon that she missed yes and um basically um we we were told it was because of mental health and so yeah. sometimes athletes might say oh because they're injured or because of this or because of that and so yeah um or they just they try and keep it as secret as possible but um i believe in my my from what i've read and from my personal understanding of the situation is that she would have been it would have been received better by the population if she just said that she had an injury rather than saying yeah. mental health. And so um, I think keeping that kind of secret is like, which we talked about last week, you know, if you have mental health, we think that you should share it so people can support you and et cetera. But I don't yeah. think in this particular circumstance, 
um, when there's a problem that could be threatened by something important, <laughs> um, yeah. like her sporting career, um, she has not been supported. And it may have actually been better off if she said she had an injury because people would have treated her yeah. si- like significantly differently, which is really sad. But I think that's an example of – it's the only example I could think of, of of like when maybe keeping a secret such as this, which we – I. Grace and I talked about last week and we don't really think yeah. it's the best thing but it may have been better for her career-wise to actually say she has an injury which is ridiculous I think oh it's crazy but I think like so many people can't kind of wrap their heads around like like Naomi Saka she's an amazing tennis player obviously has um been able to grow up and had like the support to get to where she is mm-hmm. um and like people be like oh she makes all this money like how dare she like Rara how can you be sad when you like mm-hmm. you know get to play tennis every you should be day. so grateful to- yeah yeah so I think like some people are very kind of like stuck in the mindset that like obviously if you're successful you can't have mental health problems mm-hmm. so I think like that's something as well like she would have copped so much backlash being like oh poor you oh where yeah whereas like like she's just open to so much criticism from, like, random people on the internet that she has never met. And it's all because she reached a high level in her profession. Yeah. So whatever profession you're in, if you reach a high level, um, people expect you to be, I don't know, like they can expect you to be invincible. You're a hero. You're, you have a high standard of living and you're like, you're still a human. So I can understand when there's a problem yeah. and you feel like you don't want to share that problem because it's going to, be negative on your achievements even like I think that's another way of yeah um wording that so um next one uh so if there's a problem that is feared to be permanent and could threaten reputation or relationships so for example if you um if something was to happen to you personally and it could change how people see you or how people um, perceive you. You may not want to tell people about it. So yeah. um, an example I um, thought of when I read like read that heading was, um, oh, my God, I'm going to forget his last name. Oh, the guy who What's played first name? Uh, Black Panther, Chadwick. Oh, Bozeman? Bozeman, thank you. Yes. So we all saw him as this unbelievable actor who had, done this amazing film and um there's actually lots of um times we actually look back at his post-production or their um you know um what's selling the movie what's it called when they go around at um their press conferences yeah where he looks exhausted but you wouldn't know because you don't look for that you kind of just look for him answering the questions and yeah um i remember one specific one they talk about how uh, what about Black Panther 2? And he's, he said, I'll be dead. Oh, I'm dead. Because he knew he was dying. So yeah. he didn't tell the world this information and um, he kept it to himself because he didn't want to be perceived as a dying person. He wanted to be perceived yeah. as this actor who, like, even if you're not a Marvel fan, that movie is very, very good. And um, and that's not even just his best film. He's done lots of other amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I think his perception he wanted to keep as um, to his original self rather than a dying man. He wanted to keep it to 
um, his accolades and to his yeah. um, achievements. So I think um, if there's a problem that is happening and you think that's going to, it's going to change your reputational relationships, I can understand why you would want to keep that secret. Yeah, and I think especially um, like within his circle, the people who needed to know would have known. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like he would have passed away and his manager being like, what? Yeah. Did you know he was on? Like the people who, yeah, like needed to be aware of the situation and like alert for certain mm. um, maybe like little symptoms or something like that, they would have known. But yeah, I think like definitely it just would have been like they would have started like a memorial while he was still alive. Like, oh, look mm. at all your achievements. And yeah. he's still like sitting there like with the potential to achieve more. Yeah. It's just, yeah, so that's how I sort of thought about it. I also think um, sometimes um, when people um, who have been together for a long time separate, um, people, I guess maybe close circles might know that you're going to be doing that. But um, especially because a lot of people put so much on social media, um, I have a friend um, who, like in the last couple of months, I've noticed that the person that she married is no longer in any of her pictures, but there's been no, like, announcement. There's no being this. Yeah. And then um, I found out that they actually, they've separated. And and that's really sad, but I can understand why there was no, like, announcement or there was no this because it actually was really terrible um, what happened. And I think um, if people who um, are going through this, they don't want to portray it, but obviously – they've already portrayed a certain image or a certain view of their life that we've seen. And so you can't just all of a sudden not have that image or that those views. And I think, um, especially if you're someone who is, um, I guess, social media heavy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People always see your life and then one day or, you know, I don't know if it's over time, depending on how the, the breakup is occurred um you need to change how your your vision or how you look over social media so people tend to do a bit more like slowly or over time and because they don't want people to think i guess it's my my thought is people don't want to be seen as failures and or things to fail and keeping a secret for failure reasons i think is perfectly fine because it doesn't make you feel good and you know you don't want to be seen as um, some, someone who's failed. Yeah. I think, like, with that – so I'm in, like, a podcast group for another podcast and I don't even – How dare you? Anymore. I know. <laughs> it's only because we don't actually have one. Um, <laughs> but this, like, it's for the Life Uncut podcast. So oh, yeah. the two girls who used mm-hmm. to be on The Bachelor. And one of them, like, she was in a relationship with Jordan Thompson, the tennis player, and it was, like, Instagram this, Instagram that. Like, they were everywhere posting, like, every day. And then it just kind of, like, it stopped. And, like, obviously being such a big, like, social media personality and everything, like, people started to notice. And, like, in the group, they were always posting, like, oh, my God, like, have Brit and Jordan broken up? And it was, like, kind of, like, deny, deny, deny. And then eventually it came out that they did. And Mm. it was just kind of, like, yeah, because, like, all of it went from, like, posting about each other all the time to just nothing, like, just complete disappearance. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think, like, yeah, if you're very active about like who you're spending your time with, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, people definitely notice when it stops or it changes. Yeah, and I don't think you need to make an announcement. I think the the 
images are, are said enough and I think people just expect to know everything about everybody because yeah we really tend to tell to. but you don't need to know you you right. just need to support them the way that you can support them and that's it yeah um the one that is I think the most obvious um is there's shame involved <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, like, so, surely, like, embarrassment or shame yeah, or something yes. might come into this. So um, so while we keep secrets, if there's a shame or if you're embarrassed, um, there's no way that you would not, like, never tell anybody. Yeah. And I think um, you might even have these secrets from your, your person that you share your life with. Just because you're yeah. just like it's just so not who I am. It's not so. It's not who I'm supposed to be. It's it's no need you. Know, there's no point you knowing. Yeah. Um. And I don't think it's a bad thing if it's if it's. I was to, just gonna ask. Like, yeah, I don't do think it's think a bad it's a thing as long thing. as it's not going to affect the other person. If it's more yeah. about you and how you feel shame, not like you did a shameful thing against someone else. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Like as long as like you're not keeping a secret, like you know you've like done something really bad to someone in the past or like you've yeah like i think like as no one was like kind of it's about you and, in the sense. and yeah, yeah it's about you and or how like, you're, you're embarrassed about your actions not against someone else yeah, yeah like yeah how you feel about yourself yeah i agree like i think as long as like holding that secret in has no impact on someone and like it might be something that you've like already apologized for and like people Mm. who have known you longer might already know this about you but like someone new comes in mm. you might not like I don't like I don't know yeah as long as it doesn't affect them I think in some circumstances it would be okay yeah to keep that to yourself yeah as long uh, as it's not like a lie of omission like I think if they ask you and like that's the answer you should yeah. tell them but yeah like I don't I definitely sense. would say there's been some I would say intoxicated nights where I'm like that was so embarrassing and oh, I just would yeah. never, ever mention it again, just hope no one ever brings it up. Unless I found out that I did something hurtful towards someone else, then I'll be like, look, I'm yeah. really sorry. Um, obviously, or hopefully, <laughs> it's obvious that's not my normal character. <laughs> yeah. And um, I hope that you still think of me the same, and I understand if you need some time to um, process. But, yeah, I just think um, there's just there's some things you can keep. And I, I'm not saying you should keep everything and I'm not saying that you shouldn't tell people things but I think if you're if it's something that you it's shameful and you're embarrassed like we said yeah it's for you your actions and you're not hurting anybody else or it's not involved with anybody else it's yeah it's fine um yeah so um so we talked a little bit about this I think last time about what to keep secret or what we share as secrets um when there's a loss of hope is this one here. So I think loss of hope is a weird one. So from how I can explain it without reading this blurb because I don't want to read exactly what it said, but it basically means if you've had something that you dreamed about doing for a very, very long time and it's just it's becoming more and more apparent that you're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. Um, you're like you're not going to um, – talk about it because it's not something that you're going to share that you've like lost hope of being able to achieve such things so um i would say that um i don't think i have any major ones but we're growing up i like i was quite a competitive swimmer and i injured myself and 
I wouldn't say that I was going to be like in the Olympics or anything, but I was working very hard to get to, to be the best that I could. But as soon as I yeah. injured myself, that was I was done. Like yeah. the injury that I did was a nine month rehab. It was wasn't it your like knee? yeah, I got ACL. I yeah, I did my ACL and my meniscus yeah. and my college. Whatever, I, I made a big deal about it. Anyway, so yeah. um, and it was kind of in that stage where, like, if I want to keep swimming, like. I would have to make decisions and stuff. But it, it was just yeah. at the point where I'm like, this is just – it's just not going to happen. So it was disappointing. I didn't go around broadcasting it. It was fairly yeah. obvious, I feel, um, to yeah. family and friends around me. Go on crutches. <laughs> um, and even the way I probably behaved, I was you can tell I was disappointed. But I didn't yeah. go around going like, oh, I didn't make the Olympics because of this reason of my knee. It was just more like, yeah. like that dream of that – that hope of being able to do something in that particular sport yeah. was gone. So but I yeah. just had like the thought, I started like chuckling to myself while you turned that thought. Obviously not laughing at you, <laughs> but it's like, you know, a movie was just like, well, I could have gone pro kid, but yeah. I did my knee. <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly that situation. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and I think even like, um, f- like for you, Grace, with your ankle and the, yeah. um, Half marathon, full marathon, half, half, just half, half, half. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you'd been working so hard. And I'm sorry to bring up yeah. old, old wounds, <laughs> but we worked so sorry. hard. Like, you didn't make it big. Like to me, even though, like, I yeah. know you were really upset, you didn't make too big of a deal about it. Which yeah. I was like, Grace is obviously keeping this to herself, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, because you know, it's just so disheartening. It it makes it yeah. hard to be, I don't know. Yeah, I feel yeah. a bit, like, lame about this now, but, like, the friend who I was supposed to do this with, I, like, tracked her run, and as she was, like, crossing the line, like, <laughs> I cried a little bit. I was like, oh, my God, it's just... <laughs> Did you really want to run for two hours this morning? Come on, get a group. <laughs> but also, like, so, yeah. it's not like your leg was cut off. Like, it's... Like, obviously, it was no. a bad injury, but I'm... It's yes. just one of those things where, like, it's not like you're not going to be able to run ever again kind of thing. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think, you know... Um, a lot of hope in any way is a reason yeah. why people keep secrets. So, And I think, like, especially with that, like, the biggest secret within that would probably be how people actually feel about mm. what's happened. Yeah. Like, yeah, as you said, like, you probably didn't broadcast when you hurt your knee. Mm. But, like, you were definitely feeling a feeling. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it probably depends, like, to who you gave all that information about how you were feeling to. Yeah. I think I was more... Um, this is my recollection of it. I'm sure my parents have a different view because they were <laughs> they were experiencing it. But I just remember yeah. just being angry. I just remember, yeah. being, especially post operation, and I just remember thinking like, "This is taking too long to heal." And I actually yeah. I left the house on crutches and I like hobbled towards the beach. And my I remember my brother coming up on a bike, just being like, "Hey!" And I was like, so I was 18, so he was. Well, he's like 14. 14? Yeah, yeah, and he was like, hey, just wondering if you're going to come home. Because I was just like determined to walk, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And um, I was like, yeah, I just need to I just need to get – and I'm like – then I realised I'd gone too far and I was in too much pain. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no. can, can you get someone to come pick me up? Because <laughs> yeah. I was, I'll, I was just ang- angry, like hobbling down the street. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just remember just being angry with how – like what had happened, I guess. Yeah. And so, it's definitely yeah. a feeling to feel for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, this one I'm I'm interested in, and I haven't asked Grace if she wants to discuss this, but I will oh. see how she goes with it. Okay. Um, so, 
I think people do this in different ways or different reasons and I just want to try and where there's a correct way and yeah. it's to do with love. So um, I think when you um, are either with a new person or you've been with someone for a long time or and then you break up or then you go into different situations, like having like risking yourself for love I think is a secret that people don't talk about. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like um, you like you're not very open about a person or you might be like, oh, you know, I've started to see someone and you don't tell like you're not you're not as open as you probably could be with certain people because it's yeah. a risk and you don't want to sound like an idiot <laughs> afterwards and all that kind of stuff. I personally, for whatever reason, is it just the, my personality? Is it just because of the way I am? I don't know. But I have never really had, like, I don't I don't feel that. Like, yeah. I told Jeff, who I now have married and <laughs> have a child with, <laughs> my now um, husband. Uh, that I loved him two weeks after meeting him in a love letter. I obviously don't really feel the risk <laughs> of telling the person how I, I feel. Have to be so bold. <laughs> but at the same time, I knew that he had strong feelings for me also, but he didn't tell me he loved me for like months, six months afterwards, like yeah. ages. Um, so I guess I want to hear your thoughts because yeah. we're not the same in that way. <laughs> no, we are definitely not. Um, so I think like two ways. So I think people won't tell other people outside of the relationship. And I would say the reason I don't do this so much is if the information changes. Mm-hmm. So like you see... Like, you tell someone, like, oh, yeah, I've started seeing someone, and then you see them, like, however, I tell you, like, oh, you know, how's it going with, and you're like, oh, yeah, we broke up. Mm. Like, I remember for our friend Tessa, for her 30th, I'd been seeing someone, we'd been on about six or seven dates, and he lived just near where Tessa's birthday was, mm-hmm. and, like, we'd seen her just before, like, maybe a couple of weeks, we'd gone out for break or something, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm seeing someone, and Tessa's like, oh, you know, you should bring him to my birthday, yeah. and then, like two days before her birthday it ended and I was just like that is so embarrassing for me (laughs) because and then I remember we got there and another friend of ours was just like oh you know is Matt coming I was like "Ah, I feel so uncomfortable (laughs) where's the booze (laughs) yeah literally so I think that's one reason why people might do it Mm -hmm. it's just fear of then having to like backtrack and be like never mind yeah yeah and then I think like one-on-one telling the person or like sharing your feelings with the person Mm -hmm. is I think like once again it's a fear like Mm -hmm. I would be mortified if I had told someone I loved them (laughs) and then they waited five and a half months (laughs) to then tell me it's it's not because he didn't he just hadn't told anybody before so you know I gave him I gave him some sort of leeway but I was like you know you can just you can tell me and he's just like I don't want to (laughs) Just like blink twice if you do though. Like, <laughs> just, just give me an extra, extra squeeze. <laughs> yeah. So I think like that would be one reason. Like I wouldn't say it until like I like three hundred percent knew it was coming back to me like yeah. instantly. Yeah. Like none of this like waiting a day. Would you Would you like, say that you would actually wait for them to say it first? Generally. No, I've I've said it first. Okay. I think. Yeah, I've definitely said it first. Okay. But like being at the space where I'm like, it's gonna. <laughs> 
it's a big step, but I think it's going to come back to me. Please come back. I think my favorite thing of it, this is very off track, but it's a very funny story. You're all pretty So uh, late last year, I'd went to a bottomless, came home, Jack met me at my place, and that was like the night we became like official. Okay. And I was like as drunk as drunk. Like I was. Excellent. I love where this is going. Yeah. Perfect timing to like have a very serious conversation. And anyway, so we were drunk, we were chatting about it. By the end of the conversation, that was it. We had tied, I was going to say tied the knot. We had not. We had <laughs> said the boyfriend girlfriend words. Yeah. And, and then the next morning, I like woke up, was pretty hungover, and he like mentioned it. To like just be like check and be like oh you weren't too drunk during this <laughs> and, I, and I was like what are you talking about and <laughs> his face oh, went yeah. he's pretty pale it went paler and I was just like <laughs> I was like ha ha just kidding I'm super funny yeah we're still good <laughs> and then he broke up with me no, <laughs> and that's why we're no longer together <laughs> yes. oh man I, yeah I think yeah there's definitely um if you are intoxicated, there's a high risk situation there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I definitely think love is something that we, and the risk of um, connection, I guess, is another way, yeah. is the why you keep it secret. Putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And I suppose, like, it's a very vulnerable thing. Oh, 100%. And so, yeah, just, yeah, I say it's definitely a fear more than yeah. anything as to why people might keep that secret, like, at least on my behalf, for sure. Yeah. I think, um, appearing foolish or like that you um also feel like you don't like how did you misread the situation i guess is another way of saying thinking it as well yeah yeah, that, yeah. like you you what oh yeah oh. um so uh to keep it light and fluffy i'm gonna skip one because i think it's fairly obvious and we've kind of touched based on it before about the heartbreaking yeah. failure so something that like is heartbreaking that you failed to do, which I yeah. think we kind of touch base on. Um, yeah. I think we the last one I want to talk to about is um, sometimes sharing can be scary, exhausting, and painful. And mm-hmm. I think if something has happened to you traumatically, I'm not saying like you lost your favorite pair of shoes. I'm talking like some really traumatic, like thing, yeah. really traumatic event. It can be so exhausting and so tiring talking about it constantly. Just over um, and over and explain to everybody. So I think if you something has happened to you or you know, it's it's in your best emotional health not to tell it constantly. Obviously if it's going to affect someone who you're with, you may need to mention it. Um but um for what in whatever circumstances that may be, um, but I think there's definitely um, a reason why you would keep that to yourself because it's just it's too much. It's too much to share. I guess yeah. that's the best way of putting it. And yeah, those are my those are the minds that are why yeah. like why you might keep them or why you might keep certain yeah. secrets or that last one. I definitely agree with. Like some things, it can just be tiring to go over and over and over mm-hmm. again. by the end of it you're just like I just can't I can't tell any more people so yeah a good not. one not like a good one to finish <laughs> it's not like a good thing but yeah yes, I think it's, I think it's agree. obvious but need to be said I think that's that's yes. why I kept it to the last because I was like it's yeah you don't need to divulge on it but we all we all know it yes but yeah I think that wraps up our 
three-part series on secrets. Secrets. Yeah. So next week we'll, I don't know, be talking about something that's not so secretive, I suppose. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) I don't think we need to do a part four. I think three parts is good. (laughs) Three parts. We've never done a part four for something, I don't think. I don't know, but let's not no. start now. No. Anyway. Definitely not. Everyone knows the, the drill. Yes. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Tell your mates. Keep listening. And thank you to everyone who does tune in every week. We do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, can't believe you want to hear Erin and I just talk about random <laughs> things. Um, but thank you. We, we really appreciate it. Really, really. <laughs> yeah. And have a good week wherever yeah. you are and whatever time of day you're listening to it. Have yeah. a great day, evening, morning. Bye. Bye.